Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnock. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back. This is episode 156 of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot, the owner of Boytnot Coaching and the founder of Teachers in Transition. I am a heart-centered career transition and job search coach who specializes in working with burnt-out teachers who are ready to make a career change, but don't know how or where to start. I'm also a certified stress management coach. So I speak alternating weeks, one week about stress management strategies, and on alternating weeks, career transition strategies. And this week, the topic is career transition. And it occurs to me that this is a good time to share with you that I am offering a free webinar workshop this week, uh, March 24th uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'll put the registration link in the show notes in the event that you'd like to attend this live free event. The event is entitled The Three Secrets of Every Successful Job Search or Career Transition. I've talked about these three secrets in the past. I believe that they are uh, not so much secrets, just having the answers to the dilemmas that these particular things as part of the job search process pose. It stalls people's success more often than not. And one of the secrets I will share with you this, this episode is deciding what it is that you want to do in your next career. I have found and I've worked with hundreds of people from all walks of life, including hundreds of teachers. And teachers are not exclusively puzzled or stymied by the question of what do you want to do now? I have worked with administrative assistants. I've worked with CEOs. I've worked with owners of their own businesses. I've worked with tons of people. And when they are at the point of a career crossroads, they often struggle with that question, what do you want to do next? And 
I want to urge people, and I've been trying to get this message out for years now, that one of the problems that I think people create for themselves is that they limit themselves by their own lack of imagination. Whenever I start working with an individual, my first question is, if you could do, be, or have anything without worrying about what it is or how to do it, what, what would you do if you could if you could just wave a magic wand and have your perfect dream job? What would it be? And do you know that even with giving the caveat, money is no object, time is no object, you just you would magically have your perfect dream job. Only two out of a hundred people, in my experience, have a quick or ready answer. And I don't, I, I don't know any other solution for it except that there's a lack of imagination. Part of it is I think we've been conditioned to believe that we can only do certain things, that we can only have certain things, it can only be certain things. You know, I share with my clients that if you, if you ask a three-year-old or a four- or five-year-old, what do you want to be when you grow up? They don't hem and haw. They don't have, oh, gosh, gee, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. They know immediately. They want to be a firefighter. They want to be a police officer. They want to be a veterinarian. They want to be an astronaut. They want to be a dancer. They want to be a singer. They want to be, they always know what they want to be. And somewhere along the line, as they get older, Someone tells them or something communicates to them, you can't do that, so do something else. You can't be what you want to be, so find something else. Settle for something else. Get a real job. You want to be a singer? Fine. You sing in the choir, but get a real job. What if Dolly Parton or, or Garth Brooks or the Beatles, what if, what if they had decided? Oh, we can't we can't make it as singers. There, there, there'll be no way we can ever be successful singing. And so they go off and find some mundane nine to five job. What a what a shame that we would be deprived of the talents of people like that. And there are just a few of hundreds and thousands of people who have gone for their dream. Now I know there are also stories of starving artists and you know, actors out in Hollywood who are struggling and writers who never write and dancers who never make it on the stage. I, I know there are all those stories. But I wonder how many times we use those stories as a cautionary tale to keep us from trying for ourselves because we don't want to fail. The biggest fail, the biggest fear we all experience is the fear of failure. So we don't try. If we don't try, we can't fail. What a shame that you hold yourselves back from perhaps doing the most important thing in your whole life. So when you find yourself at a crossroads, I encourage people to really dig deep, go within, 
find that inner wisdom that tells you, tells you what you should be doing. I use my own experience as a career coach. I don't like the term life coach. I have never liked the term life coach. And I remember the first time I ever heard someone say that they had a life coach. I asked them, what, I, what, what is a life coach? I've never heard of it. This was probably 25 years or so ago when life coaching was just becoming a thing. And he shared with me that he had a coach who helped him to stay accountable for his business goals and personal goals. And he checked in with her every two weeks and she would listen and give him advice and give him an assignment for the next two weeks. And I remember thinking, I don't, I don't think I was rude enough to say it out loud, but I do remember distinctly thinking, well, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would you need somebody like that? Well, come to find out, I have discovered there are lots of people who need somebody like that. And just because I don't care for the term life coach doesn't mean that life coaches don't offer a real valuable service. But for me, I did not like the term. And so when I started thinking in terms of I didn't want a job, I didn't want a nine to five job where I would have a boss micromanaging my day. I was over traveling because of my previous job. So I didn't care anything about doing any traveling. I didn't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning to have to commute somewhere for an hour, hour and a half to get to a job that I might or might not like. And I, I just, the whole nine to five had just turned me off. And so I was on the lookout for a job where I could, or an endeavor, I really wasn't thinking in terms of a job. It was more of a search for an endeavor, something meaningful that I could do with my days because I had taken early retirement from teaching and I was not ready to retire, retire. I wanted something to do that was meaningful. I wanted, I knew two things in particular for sure. I wanted to stay in touch with teachers somehow, some way, and I wanted to be of service in some fashion or manner. I didn't know how I was going to do those things, but those were the two things that I knew for sure. So, I took my own advice and I went within to to try to figure out what is it that I could do that would allow me to continue to work with teachers, to stay in touch with them in the way that I wanted to, and to be of service. And the idea of becoming a coach popped up and I resisted it. In the beginning, I really resisted it. I just like pushed it off to the side, Mm-mm, not doing that, no. Because at the time, the only kind of coach I really knew about was life coaching. Except for my own career coach, I, I really hadn't thought of her in terms of a coach coach. I don't know why, but I hadn't. But yet she was, she was definitely my career coach. And it was at her urging that I was doing this inner work that I was going within to consider what what was it that I wanted in my next job? What, What were my learning styles? What were my work preferences? Who did I want to work with? What 
environment did I want to be working in? So the idea of coaching wouldn't go away. So I finally talked to my career coach about it, and she encouraged me to at least explore it instead of just discounting it, instead of not paying attention to what kept coming up. And somehow I felt this huge weight lifted off my shoulders. It was like, I don't know why I needed her permission, but it seemed like I did need her or somebody's permission to look into this whole coaching thing. And once I did, I never looked back. One thing simply led to another. One door opened after another. I'd called what happened in the next few months, serendipities. They were coincidences, but they were wrapped up in the emotion of surprise and awe and, wow, that just happened. It was like magic. And I never looked back. I've never regretted taking the step that I took away from education and into this field of coaching, which evolved. In the beginning, I was doing stress management coaching and life strategies coaching. And then I was doing volunteer work with people who were in the midst of career transition. It took me a while to figure out how to do this with teachers. So it was an evolutionary process, but it eventually gelled into teachers in transition where I get to work with teachers every day who are in the midst of their own career crossroads, ready to make a change, but don't know how or where to begin. And the first question for each one of them, and maybe a question for you too, depending on where you are and why you're listening to this podcast or listening to this YouTube episode. And that is, what is it that you want to do? And if you're not sure, like 98% of the people that I work with in the beginning, they are not sure. They don't have any idea because they haven't really thought about it. I encourage you not to rush, not to be frantic about seeking out answers, to be methodical and intentional. Really give it some thought. And go within and determine what is it that you feel called to do that you keep resisting or pushing away because you don't know how to make it happen. You don't know what you would do to make it happen. You don't think it's possible to make it happen. You don't know if you don't explore. That's what I discovered. You just don't know where life can take you if you aren't open to what I refer to as a field of possibilities. At this particular point, what does it, what do you lose by playing in the field of possibilities? Nothing. So you look at every potential possibility of the kinds of things that you think you might enjoy doing. Research them, find out if they really are what you think they are. Find someone who does that work and talk to them. What did they have to do to become 
that? What kind of training did they have to have? What kind of understanding and knowledge did they have to have? Don't let your imagination be limited by what you think you might be qualified to do. Instead, allow your imagination to run wild for a while and seek out and play in the field of possibilities and see where that can lead you. That's it for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Stay well, stay safe, and I'll see you next week. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information, and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.